Welcome back to Arab American Psycho. My name is Noor, and this week's guest is one of my closest friends. Her name is Shirin. Um, I'm not going to pronounce her last name because she recently got married, and apparently I pronounce it incorrectly. So, Shirin, do you want to tell me how to pronounce your last name? It's Volanki. Okay, it's Volanki. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, that's right. It used to be Romalingam. That took me, I would say, a solid year to pronounce correctly. Yeah. And then she just went ahead and got married and fucked me over <laughs> with an even more difficult to pronounce last name. Velanki's so much better. Velanki. Mm-hmm. I told, so she keeps nodding her head and I threatened her that if she nods her head, I'm going to be, I'm going to get physical. Like she did in a violent way. She threatened me. Yeah. So no nodding of the head. <laughs> okay. Unless no if, if you nod your head, you have to like audibly say, I'm nodding my head. <laughs> <laughs> then you can nod your head. I'm nodding my head. Um, so Sharon actually lives in Louisville, Kentucky, um, which I love Louisville. You do? I do. Why? Because my sister used to live there. I know. And so I would like go there as like all like nostalgic. But now that Sharon lives there, I hate it. She never visits me. <laughs> that's not true. I visited you twice. Twice. Yeah. That's more than once. <laughs> and that's also more than never. So that's true. Yeah. Um, yeah. She got married. She moved to Kentucky and she abandoned me. So that's really <laughs> kind of fun and fresh that she did those things. I'm here. You are here. So she's here for a little bit. She's apparently leaving on Thursday, which is like very soon. I've been here for three weeks. I'm very upset right now. <laughs> it was it just time flies by I when know. you're shitting on each other constantly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought it would be fun to let you guys know how we met because we actually had a meet cute. It was dead. It was actually a meet cute. It was. Um, so do, do you want to tell them how we met? So we have a mutual friend. We do. Who introduced us Mm -hmm. and um so i went to the weekend's concert this is in 2012 yeah with this friend and she also happened to be there she being me yes (laughs) i am she and um so we were just hanging out having so much fun (laughs) at the concert and um it was a big group of us and one of the girls that was there wasn't feeling so great she fainted she did, uh, and I didn't know her that well. I knew her for several years. <laughs> but Noor didn't go to help? No, it's not that I didn't go to help. <laughs> listen, you're, no, this is, no, listen. We were at a concert, and we didn't really talk to each other, because mm-hmm. also it's a fucking concert. Like, we're not going to, like, start, like, chatting it up. Don't fucking yeah. talk to me. Um, but we, like, you know, said hello to each other. And then one of our, one of my friends fainted, but it's important to note that other people helped her. I yes. mean, like, how many people do you need to help you when you fucking faint? Yeah. And they were family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so, like, I would say, like, three people helped her. Yeah. Um, and then, so they all took her aside. And then Sharon and I were just standing there swaying to the music awkwardly. <laughs> um, and we were just like, I'm sure she'll be fine. But uh, let's enjoy the weekend right now. Yeah. And uh, that's what we did. That's exactly <laughs> what we did. So, yeah, this was back in 2012 when the weekend didn't suck Yes. A lot. Yeah. We used to love The weekend. We did. We we actually ended up going to see him again together, but as friends, yeah. not as... Um, strangers. N- not as strangers in the dark. <laughs> um, also, I would like to note that um, the day after the concert, Sharon slid into my Facebook DMs. Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> she slid into my Facebook DMs, and like I've never looked back at them, but she pulled them up the other day and was reading them, and I was just like, oh my god do you like me? <laughs> because I don't think you like me anymore, but it seemed like you liked me. Yeah. So apparently someone threw up on Noor's shoes. Which I have no recollection of this happening at the concert, but someone threw up on my shoe. And I was really worried about her shoes. So I messaged her the next day to make sure that her shoes were okay. That was very nice of me. I mean, that was really nice <laughs> of you. I really love my shoes. So I'm sure I was upset about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so then we like started like hanging out and we just like slowly just started just crawling up each other's asses and we're just <laughs> fucking conjoined twins and we were together all the time all the time we every s- day why, why did we have so much free time i don't know i want to go back to 2012 where i just had so much fucking free time we really did like we would hang out every single day we did and um we drank so much coffee yeah we did drink a lot of coffee mm-hmm. um but yeah so 
we just became friends and um then you know I regretted it (laughs) I know seven years have gone by and here we are no she's just you know sometimes you um you meet someone and you, you never know that they're going to be the one. And that's what happened. Like when I met her, I wasn't like, oh, this is going to be my best friend. I was just like, yeah. oh, this is some fucking bitch. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, and I was probably like, oh, she's such a fucking poser. She probably doesn't <laughs> even really like The weekend. Like, did she even listen to the mixtape when it first dropped? I guarantee you I that. Was, I guarantee you that's what my stupid music elitist mind was thinking. Like, she probably doesn't even know all the songs. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, it's. It was a really cute way for us to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of cute meetings, she she met some dude. I did. And then they got married. Yep. Um, and I told her that she's still a newlywed because her wedding was nine months ago, which mm-hmm. she disagreed. I feel like it's been so long. Like, I can't feel like I just got married nine months ago. <laughs> but according to Google, you're a newlywed for four years. I'm, I'm embracing that. Four years just seems like a really fucking long time, though. It really is. To be a newlywed? Yeah. Like, yeah. is a newborn baby a newborn for four years? <laughs> no. I feel like that's a misuse of the word new. Yeah. You're like a oldlywed. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she got married. I really like her husband, which is great for me. Yeah. Because if I didn't like him, then I would have to pretend to like him. That's the worst. And I don't know how to pretend. Yeah to like people yeah it worked out it did work out he's also a psychiatrist which i feel like is helpful for all of us for all of us yes i mean i'm gonna be honest with you it's helpful for for everyone here right now including my cats um which i just want to also say that i have removed the cat food from the premises so that the cats don't start eating in the background because they eat very loud they do and i'm hoping that this audio sounds better than the last time because it sounded a little fucked last time, so hopefully this sounds not so fucked. Here's to hoping. Don't fucking nod your head. She nodded her head. <laughs> I was nodding. No <laughs> nodding. Um, so a fun thing that I learned about Shirin soon after I met her was that she was actually an actress in India. I was. So um, why don't you tell me a little bit about your acting career that you had before you met me? How convenient. (laughs) Right. Well, I wouldn't have met you because I was in India. That's true. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I, when I was 14, I got my first opportunity to be in a movie. It was a very, very small role and we filmed in Orlando. Oh, really? Mm Mm-hmm. Wait, were you living in Orlando when you got your first role? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were in India. Mm Mm-mm. So you got your first role. Like, did you have to like, um, like, what's the word I'm looking audition. for? Audition. So I do Indian classical dancing yeah. and Bollywood dancing, and I've done that pretty much all my life. Yeah. And so people have kind of seen me there. And honestly, the role was really small. Yeah. So there was no audition or gotcha. anything like that. So they just like saw you while you were doing one of your dances. Right. And then they just were like, hey, we're filming a movie. Do you want to be a part of it? Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. But the movie was actually a really big production film mm-hmm. um, in India, in South India. And so I made some connections that way. And I mean, who doesn't want to be an actress when they're a kid? Yeah, you know, sure. So that was one of my like childhood dreams yeah. that you just never think is going to really happen. I blame Mary Kay and Ashley Olsen. And, oh, I love that. <laughs> right? Who doesn't? Yeah. And so I was just so happy that I had gotten the opportunity, but I didn't think anything was going to come of it. Yeah. And I was in high school, you know? Um, but then I got, I went to India the summer following that Mm -hmm. and met with the director of the movie I had done because I knew him and he told me to do a photo shoot. And when the photos were in the lab, I, another director saw my pictures Oh shit! and I got cast for two movies that way. Oh shit. And it just kept going from there. Um, and so I played the lead actress okay. in all the movies from there on out. And um, yeah, the first movie I ever did as a lead actress, I won a film fair. Yes, she did. Which is like um, like an Oscar, the yeah. Indian equivalent. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that movie did... No big deal. <laughs> that movie did really well. How old were you? I was 15 when and I like, filmed it. And when it happened... Like, so you're 15 years old. You win this award. Mm-hmm. Like, did it even like sink in or were you just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, I had no idea. Yeah. It was... When I got the call, 
Because they tell you yeah. um, that you won before. Oh, they tell you that you won before? Yeah. <gasps> she has like insider scoop. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I got the call and the director told me and I was just... Not only did he tell me that I won a yeah. film fair, but he told me that the movie was being world premiered at Toronto International Film Festival. Oh my God. And he wanted me to go. I still remember I was at the beach. and <laughs> Why the fuck were you at the beach? I was hanging out. Was it when you hang out at beaches? I don't know. I did. Is that what you do when we're not hanging out? You're at the beach? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> um, so I was just, I was speechless. Yeah. I mean, it was just amazing. Because yeah. who thinks that their first movie, like... No, no one thinks that. Yeah. And so I went and got the award and went to Toronto. And you wore a really pretty dress. Yeah, it was really nice. And she looked all cute and little, like a little baby. <laughs> I was so young, though. Yeah. That's what's crazy. Um, so I ended up doing that for four years. Mm-hmm. And then I was really over living <sighs> in India. How old were you at this time? So I lived there from 15 to 19. Okay. Um, the initial plan was to live here and then travel Yeah. for filming. Here it, being Orlando? Yeah. Okay. Um, but it doesn't work that way because you have to do press yeah. and photo shoots and all this stuff. So so you just moved to India. I moved to India and um, it was pretty hard. I really missed home, home being here in yeah. Orlando. And I got really homesick and I just missed being a kid. Yeah. So I wanted to come back and go to school because I am a nerd. <laughs> yeah. She is. A, I can vouch for that. She's a fucking nerd. So I quit acting. I came back. And I applied, I took my SATs and stuff Okay. and applied and went to USF. Um, go Knights. Uh, <laughs> but so was that like a hard decision? Like, did you feel like sad? Like, I know that you said that you were homesick, you wanted to move back to Orlando, but like when you stopped acting, like did a part of you like miss it? Like, was it like a really hard decision for you to make or was it just kind of like, this is what I got to do? At the time, I was very confident in my decision, and I was like, just fuck it. I'm over doing movies, and I'm sick of being here, and I just want to be a kid. You know, you can't be a kid when you're an actress. There's so much pressure on you. And everyone around you is, I assume, like a lot older than you. A lot older, and everyone's looking at every single thing you do. So you can't do those like teenager things. So I was so over it, but... Definitely after I came here and looking back, you I definitely missed it. You yeah. know, there were times when I really thought, man, should I go back and yeah. should I do movies again? But um, with time, I've learned to accept that it was a part of my life yeah. and that's what it'll always be. be. And yeah. I could definitely go and do it again, yeah. but I just don't have the desire to anymore because... Yeah. My life's just changed and so if you much. Don't, and if you don't have like the desire, the drive, and the passion, like it just yeah, it's just not the same. Yeah, all my my drive and my passions are now directed elsewhere. You know. Um, do you want to share the title of any of the movies that you've like were featured or starred in? Because I can't, <laughs> I can't remember the names of them because they're not in English. So. Indian movies are hit or miss, especially back then. And What's so, the one where you're like a little sick rat child? I honestly died in almost every single no, one but of the, the movies one, I did. No, but the one that I watch is like really dark and like yeah. you're like a little sick rat child. Right. So <laughs> of the movies I did, I'll just be completely honest. Yeah. There's only one that I like yeah. and would ever recommend for people to watch. Yeah. And that's Ganjivaram. Ganjivaram, that's yeah. the name of it. Oh my God. I was like, I know it's something <laughs> that sounds hostile. Yeah. So that's the first one I did. The one that won awards. And yeah. It's a really good film. Yeah. Everything else was garbage. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Sometimes, um, sometimes it'd be like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I watched the movie... Which I had to like beg her to let me watch it. Yeah. And it's in Tamil, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, just the whole time all I could think of was like, what is Sharon fucking doing? Like, yeah, she just, <laughs> what's going on? Like, because when I met you, you had stopped acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't even think I knew that you ever acted at all until like a few months after. Like, you never mentioned it to me. Yeah, I don't like talking about it much. Yeah. She doesn't. Yet here I am. <laughs> she doesn't. She she really, really, really doesn't. Um, 
But yeah, I tell everyone, so... It's like a past life, you know? Yeah. And I was young, and the pictures aren't very flattering, so... (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be honest with you. If there were photos of me when I was 15 years old, I would probably not want anyone to see them. Yeah, and once it's on the internet, it's it's there forever. It's there forever. Look her up. Her name is Shamu. No. Not to be confused (laughs) with Shamu. Oh, my God. Um, She has, like, a fucking fan base that still, like, exists. Yeah. Um... (laughs) But yeah, you were like literally a fucking baby. Yeah, I really was. Like you look like a small child. I Um, was. (laughs) And I know that you had also mentioned that like being in the movie world, like you were just exposed to so many things at Mm -hmm. a young age and just, you know, seeing people who don't have like good intentions and like, you know, as, as like a teenager, like how was navigating being in that? acting scene because I mean even though it's in India I would assume it's the fucking same right yeah it it's hard yeah um and the world you're sucked into this world yeah this movie actor world where it's all about glamour and glitz and it's it's crazy like you would imagine and um and super superficial very super superficial (laughs) yeah like that was one of the things is I didn't know if I had any real friends because they always had an ulterior motive. Yeah, exactly. And um, so it was very hard, but I grew up so fast. Yeah. You know, when you're put under so much pressure yeah. and you're in that situation and you can't get out of it, you learn how to navigate so quick. And women are very adaptable. Yeah. And so... It's definitely shaped me to be a stronger, yeah. you know, more confident person because I had to be or else I would have, I would have gotten like bulldozed, yeah. you know? Um, but it really made me, I think, a, a stronger person. Yeah. And I've also learned how to just be a better human yeah. from seeing how not to be. Exactly. Um, but I mean, I did make great friends there yeah. uh, that I'm still in touch with, yeah. but it was a learning experience. Yeah. And like even, so when I met Sharon, you were like, what, 20 years old? Mm-hmm. Were you, were you 19 or 20? I was 20. Yeah. And like for a 20 year old, I, I remember I would always tell her like, you're very mature for your age. Mm-hmm. You're very, very, very mature for your age. Cause I'm like three years older than you. Yeah. And I, which isn't like huge, no, but like no. at the time, you know, I was 23 and I was just like, I just like know everything. <laughs> Cause I'm like 23 and like, I'm like not 21, like I'm 23. Yeah. Um, so I just remember thinking like, oh, wow, she's like very mature. And like for most of my life, all of my friends were always older than me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think even at that point, other than like maybe one person, all of my friends are always older than me. So it was even weird for me to be friends with someone who was like younger than me. But I was (laughs) like, but you're not as stupid as people who are even older than me. Thank you. Oh my God, thank you so much. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so... Um, I always thought that that was really, really, really cool. And um, also just like, who the fuck is an actress in India? Like, you know, I know what I right? mean? It's like, so random. It's like, and like, it's just such like a random cool thing. Yeah. Um, but. A fun fact. <laughs> yeah. Um, I also thought it would be fun for Sharon and I to talk a little bit about friendship. Uh, we do it pretty well. We are pretty good at being friends. We are. Um, especially, so when we first became friends, we lived like what, like 20 minutes away from each other. Yeah. So we would see each other all the fucking time. Mm -hmm. And then she started going to college in Tampa, which was about like, what, like hour 45 minutes. Yeah. So she would, but she would come home on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So we would still see each other on the weekends. And I was working at the time or was I in school? I can't even fucking remember. I think you were doing both for a bit. Yeah, I was doing something. So my weeks were (laughs) occupied, but my Mm -hmm. weekends, we would just hang out every single weekend. And then she moved to Kentucky. When did you move to Kentucky? I moved to Kentucky 2016. Yeah. So she moved to Kentucky and that was definitely like a hard adjustment. That was the hardest. Yeah. Because... We weren't seeing each other as much. No. And that's really hard because that was our way of like catching up. Like we would never like call each other and talk. We would never text. We literally would never, other than like I'm on my way. Yeah. (laughs) And like it was also this thing where like anytime she would come into town, obviously her family lives in Orlando. Mm -hmm. So like she has to figure out a way to 
hang out with her family and then also spend time with me. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was always just like she would come for the weekend. I would see you for like maybe a day or maybe twice in the time that you're here. Yeah. If if we were lucky, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like recently we've really figured out how to navigate like being in a long distance friendship. Yeah. And you just have to prioritize each other and set aside time and yeah. that's what we've started doing yeah. with phone dates like we literally send each other calendar invites mm-hmm. for fucking phone dates <laughs> and then like sometimes i'll send her one and she'll like change the time and be like actually can we do it at this time and i'll mm-hmm. be like fuck you actually can we do it on this day of the week <laughs> uh but like we we stick to the times that we pick and yep. we we were doing we were doing that for like a good amount of time where we were literally scheduling phone dates but now we just kind of got into the groove of like once a week, yep. we're going to talk to each other on the phone mm-hmm. for a long time. A long time. <laughs> and just catch up on all the mundane shit mm-hmm. and then complain to each other <laughs> about the endless complaints that we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I just think that as far as like a long distance friendship goes, this is probably the strongest one I've ever had. Like, yeah. it's just... It's very easy to lose touch with someone when they're not there. Mm -hmm. But we both are like very active in each other's lives, even though we don't live in the same place. And I think it helps that we built like a strong foundation because I'm sure anyone that's listening who has a really good friend knows that when you see each other or talk to each other after a long time, you kind of pick up where you left off. It's not awkward or weird. No, no. And so our foundation really helped with that. A hundred percent. Like that's Mm -hmm. the thing. Like if I were to sit down and calculate the hours we spent with each other, (laughs) it would be a lot. Yeah. And I'm not good at math, so I'm not going to (laughs) try. But we spent a lot, like, like legit, like she would come with me to my family dinners. Mm -hmm. Like I would go to her family things. Like we were just with each other all the time. Um, like everyone knew that if I wasn't home, yeah, I was with Noor. And like when her mom would call her, she would always be like on the phone with her mom and she would be like, Noor Fitle. And then yeah. and she never told me what it meant. And then over time I realized that it was Tamil for I'm at Noor's house. Yeah. And it's like one of my favorite things to say completely out of context for yeah. no reason. Like we'll be at a restaurant and I'll just be like, Noor Fitle. And I feel really like cultured. Wow. Yeah. I'm so cultured. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, so uh, what was I going to say? Oh, what? So we we talk to each other on the phone. We text each other. You know, we send each other like memes and shit on Instagram. We do. Um, <laughs> so those are just some things that I feel like we do that help nurture yeah. our creepy, unhealthy And we've, we've also done trips. Yes. And planning those are always good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, it's important to also make time for each other, yes. you know, just how you would plan a trip with like a significant other yes. or your family, yeah. you know, getting our time alone to go somewhere yeah. is fun. No. Yeah. Like it's, it's definitely like, a, a both parties have to be equally invested the way mm-hmm. you would be in a relationship, which like everything that we're saying about our friendship right now, I feel like could easily apply to like a relationship. Absolutely. Also. It's pretty much the same thing. I mean, you're as close, you're as we just vulnerable. Don't and... touch each other. No, never. We don't even give each other hugs. I did sniff her earlier today. <laughs> I did. I'm, I won't lie. I have a new perfume. She has a new perfume. So I, I had to sniff her. Um, but yeah, like we just, we really, 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 I feel like put in the effort. And I mean, I, I'm telling you, I could have not seen... Sharon for like weeks Mm -hmm. and then I'll see her and it's just like nothing has fucking changed. Yeah. But friendship's important. Friends are important. Yes. You know, and, uh, I make friends for the long haul. Yeah. So you got to put in the work. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like I've always been of the belief I would rather have a small group of quality friends than a large group of shitty friends. Absolutely. Um, just because number one, I don't have the energy. Yeah. And number two, I would rather have a friend who I can trust, mm-hmm. who I can rely on. Like there have definitely been times where like I'm just losing my shit and I'll just text you and be like, you need to pick up my phone call like right now. Yeah. And she always has answered my phone call. And if you don't, I will kill you. Or come down here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think that we also just support each other. Absolutely. In whatever it is that we're doing. Like Sharon's 
um, about to take her MCAT. I am. And so she's been studying a lot for that. She's, I have. <laughs> she's going to be my gynecologist. Hopefully. Hope I, I hope so. Fingers yeah. crossed. <laughs> um, so she's been studying a lot and I, you know, I'll always try to be like, you're doing great, sweetie. Like, <laughs> you know, just give her positive reinforcement because, I mean, who wants to study? Yeah. You even, I thought it was so funny. You asked me like how studying went, even though, you know. Yeah. Like you're, like, you're not studying for the MCAT. No. Like, I just, I want to know, like, did you get in a good study session today? Yeah. Did you feel like distracted? Did you do really well on a practice test? Like, I mean, I, I think that it's important that even though we don't have the exact same interests, because we're both different. Yeah. But I'm still going to give a shit about the things that you do. Right. Um, so fun fact, when I started my blog, like my fashion blog, heelsandting.com, which some of you may be familiar with, I had been going back and forth. And for years I was like, I want to start a blog. I want a fashion blog. I want a fashion blog. And one day Sharon and I were just like hanging out and I was like, oh, I just really want to start a fashion blog. But like, who's going to take my pictures? Mm-hmm. And she was just like, I'll take your pictures. And I was like, really? And she was like, yeah. And so for like, I would say the first year and a half of my blog, yeah, Sharon took all of my photos. And we had so much fun doing it. It was, it was, <laughs> it was, it was like a fucking like field trip. Yeah. Like we would drive around scouting locations. Yep. And then we would obviously have coffee on our person at all times. <laughs> so we would just like find a location. We would take some photos take a little break, drink some coffee, mm-hmm. take some more photos, drink some more coffee, and then like leave and go drink more coffee somewhere else. Yeah. Does that sound about right? <laughs> That's, yeah. Um, I don't know how our hearts haven't just fucking exploded, <laughs> but we we really did drink an unhealthy amount of coffee. We did. Um, I'm down to one cup a day. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm at two. Yep. I'm down to one cup a day. Shout out to my Nespresso. Nespresso, please sponsor me. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so she supported me with that. And it was really important to me because, I mean, I genuinely don't know if I would have started my blog, which turned into like a whole other career for me. Yeah. And starting my blog was really, really, really important to that part of my life. So just being there for each other has always been a priority to both of us. Absolutely. Um. And I also think that when you're friends with someone for like a really long time or just friends with someone in general, you're going to disagree about shit. Yeah. <laughs> you're you're going to get annoyed with each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we spend like fucking five days in a row together, mm-hmm. first of all, I'm an introvert mm-hmm. and Sheeran can see that I get exhausted. It's not that I don't want to like hang out with her. It's like I'm an introvert. So like if I don't have time alone, like I'm like I'm not recharged. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like sitting down complaining, like my head hurts, but she just, she knows me and knows like, it's not like a personal attack on her. It's just, that's how I am. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I like am not having fun. I just like, am a fucking freak show. Um, Or when you get hungry. Oh my God. When I get hungry, it's not okay. Those are delicate. I think that was the only time I've ever yelled at you. Yeah. I was really hungry one time. And I reacted in a disturbing way. In rage. (laughs) In a lot of rage. Like, like, I I don't want to think about those dark times. Um, I never want to be that hungry ever again. Yeah. We'd gone horseback riding that day. We had. Which built up an appetite. Oh, yeah. I was so sore after that. You were sore? I was. I've never gone horseback riding. That was your first time horseback riding. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you were scared. I was. <laughs> Which was really funny because I was like, horses are like super cute. I was just so worried. What if it just started running away with me on it? I mean, it's not like we were just like on wild horses, like in the <laughs> fucking forest. Like, you never know. Animals are unpredictable. <laughs> Animals are unpredictable, but that was really, really fun. And I love horseback riding. Um, yeah. But I think, I mean, we're both very confident, mm-hmm. strong people. Mm-hmm. But when you care about each other and you understand... And you respect each other. I think respect is so important. Yeah, having mutual respect is like fucking crucial to like any relationship that you're in. Yeah, so we, if there's any time, like if there's a disagreement, we just sit down and we talk about it and figure it out. Yeah, literally anytime we've gotten into disagreement or like if I'm annoyed with her or something, 
I will usually wait until I'm less annoyed. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'll either call her or text her or if she's here, just like kind of calmly articulate why I'm feeling that way, Mm -hmm. what has caused me to feel that way. And if I know what it is that I need to not feel that way, I will tell her, hey, I wish or I want you to do Mm -hmm. this if this situation you know what I mean like yeah just I feel like I did a terrible job of explaining that but like <laughs> I, I articulate myself a lot better than that when I'm explaining to her but like we we get fucking annoyed with each other yeah like I'm stubborn as fuck <laughs> and you know sometimes I not sometimes I never <laughs> like being told to do things mm-hmm. um I also don't like to be told that I'm wrong mm-hmm. um Shout out to all the type A's out there. Um, (laughs) But I feel like we can both, like, we can both express how we feel without the other person taking it personally. Yeah, and we don't attack each other. No, You know, it's always just explaining why a situation made us feel a certain way, and then we talk it out. You know, we never attack each other or yell at each other. No, or call each other, like, names. Like, I think that we... Anytime we've fought, for lack of better words, it's always been like in a really like healthy way. And I mean, obviously, I don't think everyone is like that. I think both of us, we just that's yeah, that's how we handle things. You I know like what I mean? It like that, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like I, I would rather calmly explain to some, someone why I'm upset than like lose my shit and say things that I'm gonna like later regret. Yeah. Um, and I just think that it's it's silly to think that friends aren't gonna fucking fight. Yeah. Or you know, disagree about things. I think that it's just important that when you do have these disagreements that you approach them and address them in a productive way. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's always my end goal. Whenever, whenever I tell her something, it's not just to like get shit off my chest. It's mm-hmm. like, I want to solve this cause I don't want this to be a reoccurring issue. Right. Um, and I also think that we know each other so well Mm -hmm. so we kind of know how to talk to each other yeah like you know what i mean like i know i know how to like formulate it when i'm talking to you because i know okay sheeran likes x y and z so like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna sandwich it yeah i do the sandwiching (laughs) method so i'm just like sheeran i love you you're my best friend and like i really respect you (laughs) but if you could stop being a cunt that would be fantastic (laughs) love you so much girl like that's an example that was amazing maybe verbatim i'll think about not being a cunt (laughs) try it out sometime it's fun um but yeah so i i think that's also something that's really important and Friendship, any relationship is just mutual respect, communicating, and like when you fight, which is fucking inevitable, yeah, it needs to be done in a productive, healthy way. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I have some friends who I've been friends with for years and we've never fought, mm-hmm. but we're not as close as you and I are. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that when you're really close with someone, I feel like a lot of times with girls, they, you know, they'll get annoyed with their friend and they just don't handle it the right way mm-hmm. and it just leads to kind of more issues. Yeah. But I think the problem with that is is that like the society that we're put in is like women are very competitive with each other. Mm-hmm. They're very catty towards each other. They're so quick to blame other women. Like, yeah. like if, you know, a girl's dating a guy and he cheats on her she's going to get mad at the fucking girl yeah. instead of getting mad at the fucking guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, it's just the fucking patriarchy, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not always a competition, you no. know? It's okay if two girls are both successful yep. in their own ways or it's fine. Yeah. Just you do you and be happy for the other person. Like, I'll be the first person to just tell people like, oh yeah, my friend Sharon, she's so beautiful. <laughs> like, that's probably the first thing I'll say. Like, she's so beautiful. Like, she's literally so beautiful. And like, it's not a lie. I mean, you're a bitch, but you're so pretty. And like, Thank it you. doesn't make me <laughs> feel any less that yeah. you're, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we can both exist and it's not a competition. Right. 
And I think that's another like really important component to our friendship is that we're not competitive with each other at can all. Can you tell I'm blushing? Or can you not come brown? because you're brown. <laughs> you fucking sneaky brown girl. Uh, when I blush, can you tell? Do I blush ever? I, I don't know. Do I ever blush? Do you? I wear blush. <laughs> Penis. What? I just said that to see if I would blush. Premature ejaculation. <laughs> so before we started recording, um, in the last episode, if you heard it, Reem spat out water and Sharon took a sip of water and I said premature ejaculation for, I don't even know what reason. I don't know why you said that. And it. she almost fucking spat out her water. <laughs> and I was just like, this cannot be the theme of my podcast <laughs> that every time someone comes on, they spit out water. You should just put a mat right here it's next gonna, to me. It'll cause <laughs> some water damage, man. Like I'm renting, so I don't have to deal with that. I want my security deposit. Yeah. Can you imagine if like the sheer quantity of water being spat <laughs> out from my podcast caused such severe water damage? That would suck. That wouldn't even surprise me, honestly. <laughs> I mean, I have a list of people that are going to be on the show and I can say that... I'm pretty sure that every single one of them is likely to spit out water on my floor. Oh my God. Maybe don't give them water. Maybe don't record in my house. Maybe record in like perhaps like a, like a pool. A pool. <laughs> like a body of water. In the water. In the water. <laughs> um, so, oh, oh, I just accidentally hit the mic. I hope I didn't um, make I'm a, shaking my head. She is. She's shaking her head. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, so <laughs> we also decided that we're going to answer a question and so someone sent in a question and she said do you have any tips on learning to be independent and enjoy your own company are you going first i mean you can you seem like you have some thoughts (laughs) well i think it's really important to be independent yeah and enjoy being on your own yeah And I don't think it matters if you're an introvert or extrovert. Um, You just have to, it's self-care, you know? Find something, anything that you like to do for yourself. Maybe you like to read. Maybe you like to journal. Maybe you like to paint your nails Mm -hmm. or skincare Mm -hmm. or whatever it is. You know, something that you like to do for yourself. And when you start doing stuff like that, you'll realize that you really enjoy being on your own and spending time you know on just yourself and that's so important and that'll just make you independent and and strong I mean honestly like when I got this question the first thing that popped into my mind was like why wouldn't you want to be alone because that's (laughs) I love I thrive off Mm -hmm. being alone because that's I love, I just literally have always loved alone time. Not like I'm some like emo creeper who like doesn't socialize, but like (laughs) when I come home and it's quiet and I can just relax and fucking do whatever I want, that's time where I can just focus on myself. Right. And doing things for myself. Oh my God, there's a fucking ambulance. (laughs) Um, There's an emergency. They're coming here right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But no, so I... I really like to be productive Mm -hmm. during my free time because it does make me feel really good. Mm -hmm. Like if I know that I'm going to have like a full free day to myself, like I like to wake up super early and like, you know, have a cup of coffee and then I'll start cleaning. Mm -hmm. I'll start doing laundry. I'll go run errands. I'll come home. I'll do my nails. I'll put a face mask on. I'll respond to some emails. I'll, you know, if there's a person that I haven't spoken to, like a friend of mine, I'll text them and reach out to them. And it's just time for you to do whatever it is that you need to do or want to do. And I feel like for someone like me who has a little bit of anxiety, it's so important to be able to do that so that you don't have like, you're not constantly walking around like, Oh fuck, I have to do this. I have to do that. You just get it done. Mm -hmm. And spending time with other people. I mean, you're investing in them. It's you're putting in an effort. And so you need time to unwind. And that's so important because when do you unwind if you're constantly surrounded by other people and you have to take that time for yourself to really like figure out who you are or else you're just a definition of, everyone you're around yeah you know and then like as far as like becoming independent I think that that's something that develops over time oh yeah I Mm -hmm. mean 
my family would always joke like if they were like oh nor run down to the store i would be like no and they're like oh are you worried you're gonna get kidnapped this was this went on until i was about like 17 years old wow like oh are you worried you're gonna get kidnapped like they would be like oh like nor go ask the waitress for something i'll be like no like i just <laughs> i just for some reason felt crippled like i couldn't do things by myself and yeah. i don't know when that changed i think it's when i realized that like if I want shit to get done and I want it to get done properly, yeah, I got to do it myself. Yeah. And I think that it's okay to rely on people. Mm -hmm. There are definitely people in my life that I rely on, mm -hmm. but you, you only rely on them to like a certain degree. Yeah. You know, like you can't, you can't let someone be in charge of like, making you feel more confident mm -hmm. or you know what I mean like that's something that I need to build on myself mm -hmm. and then getting that extra layer of support from the people that I do rely on yeah. is just kind of like the cherry on top right so I think that as far as independence go this is going to sound so fucking corny but like mm -hmm. number one you have to love yourself yeah or like learn to love yourself mm -hmm. and just accept the things about yourself that you don't like and if you want to work on them or change them fucking do it yeah and if you if you don't want to change them that's cool too accept it mm -hmm. i mean i definitely have some vices that i'm not a huge fan of but mm -hmm. i'm not gonna you know constantly beat myself up for them and I'm, everyone does yeah like i'm aware of them and you know maybe i don't want to change it right now but down the road mm -hmm. maybe you know you know what i mean so i think that you should, if, if you're feeling like you aren't independent, try to just start small. Mm -hmm. Like I would have never thought like a few years ago that I would ever like go to a restaurant and eat by myself. Mm -hmm. I've done that so many fucking times. Yeah. And it's fine. Mm -hmm. It really is. And nothing bad's going to happen. And no one is going to look at you weird. And in fact, no one will fucking care at all. Yeah. Like, and if you enjoy your own company, other people will enjoy your company exactly, more. Exactly. Yeah. Like, if you love yourself and mm -hmm. are confident in who you are, people will definitely get that energy from you when they're around you, um, which shouldn't be, you know, the motivation to do it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just, it's a nice little fucking perk. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, everyone loves me, so. <laughs> Whoa. I mean... <laughs> What can I say? I'm very adorable. Awkward. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that start small, go to fucking Panera Bread, man. <laughs> what? Just go to Why Panera. Just go to Panera Bread, get a green goddess salad Ooh. with several alterations made to it <laughs> so that it's a completely different salad. Yeah. Get the black bean soup. Ooh. very delicious i'm hungry now. we should definitely eat after this i'm very hungry <laughs> and like just like sit down and listen to a fucking podcast that's what i do when i go out to eat mm -hmm. and i'm alone i literally listen to a podcast yeah um and sometimes i'll lie to myself and say if i bring my laptop i'll do work i never do work <laughs> um so i just end up listening to podcasts and just like eating my food and it's fine and i enjoy mm -hmm. my food and you know i'm not yapping so mm -hmm. i can eat faster it's more efficient <laughs> Um, but you know, I also think that depending on where you're from, which I don't know the person who asked the question, I don't know where they're from, but if you are from like a cultural background where you're very sheltered, sometimes it can be hard to mm -hmm. gain independence because you feel stuck, Yeah, but you're not stuck. Mm -hmm. And I've, I've talked to a lot of girls who, um, come from more strict upbringings mm -hmm. and they find it hard to be independent. And I think that for them, they feel like if I do X, Y, and Z, it's disrespectful mm -hmm. to my parents or whatever. And I'm all for respecting parents. Um, in fact, I really hate people who don't respect their parents. Absolutely. It really, it really annoys the <laughs> shit out of me. It does. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think that there, you can you can find a happy medium, mm -hmm. even if it seems impossible, you can find a way to get the independence that you need while still being extremely respectful. Yeah. I think that 
you just have to be realistic about it. Mm -hmm. Like if when I was 18 years old, I told my parents I was moving out and getting an apartment. I'm be honest with you. My parents would have absolutely lost their fucking mind. Yeah. Um, it's not that they think I'm incompetent. It's just a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I started asking for things that were more reasonable and mm-hmm. that I thought that they could digest. Yeah. Um, because you have to kind of take into consideration that your parents are number one, grown adults Mm -hmm. (laughs) um they're not fucking stupid yeah but they were just raised in a different environment than you Mm -hmm. so their views on life and their perspective is just going to be a little different and it doesn't make it wrong Mm -hmm. but you know i would start small by being like hey can i go out of town with my friends for the weekend yeah and you know it was more like local places and then Mm -hmm. it was like oh i'm gonna go to a different state and then oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that and like over time, when they see that you're fine and you're okay, mm-hmm. it becomes less of a thing. Yeah. And you can start small with yeah. being independent. Yeah. You know, you don't have to rebel no. off, you know, the bat. You can start making little decisions for yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I've been given bananas all my life, but <laughs> do I like bananas? And make your own, formulate your own opinion. Mm-hmm. And 100%. Just, you know, that those are small things you can do to become independent. Yeah. I love bananas. <laughs> Look at that. Look at you. I really fucking love I'm bananas. So proud. I love bananas so much. I eat a banana every single day for breakfast. Wow. I really do. I always have bananas in my house. Take a gander. There, there's two bananas. And honey crisp apples, which are delicious. I'm going to have one. You want a honey crisp apple with some peanut butter or mm-hmm. almond butter? Ooh, yeah. No, no, no. We're going to go to Panera. We're going to go to Panera. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, oh my God, I just thought of something that really annoys me about what? you. About me? About you. What? Sharon is very indecisive. Oh, I am. So I bully her. <laughs> and so like now when she asks me, like if I'm like, oh, do you want to do this? And she's like, I don't know. What do you want to do? I yell at her. And I'm she just, does. And I'm just like, I'm not deciding. You're deciding. I mean, that's a great way to condition me yeah. to never be like, I don't know. What do you want to do? Because like <laughs> if, if, if you leave it up to me. I will control everything. <laughs> I love to control things. But I also feel like that's not fair. Yeah. For me to control everything and make all the decisions. But I feel like if it's, okay, where are we going to go eat? Like, I don't care. But if you were going to be like, oh, do you want to kill this person? I would have a strong We're not going to talk about murder again. <laughs> we're not talking about murder again. Guys, <laughs> I don't want to kill anyone. I feel like after episode one, I have to make that very clear. <laughs> Disclaimer. Disclaimer. <laughs> Fuck. I was like, we were so deep into the podcast. No one has even mentioned murder. Damn and it. then you fucking stroll in here and you're just like, we're not killing anyone, Nor. <laughs> which FYI, if I wanted to kill someone, you would 100% help me kill them. I would have thoughts though. And I, I would I'm not, let you know. Your brain wouldn't stop working. <laughs> Obviously you would have thoughts. I would be like, I don't know. Do you want to? I'd be like, Nor, <laughs> don't do this. It's true. In situate, okay. The time that Sheeran has ever expressed the strongest feelings was not during her wedding planning, <laughs> was not was not during any momentous occasion. It's like when I'm going to do something really stupid oh, yeah. and then I tell her, she's like, Noor, don't do that. And yeah. I'll be honest with you. I never listened to her. <laughs> God damn it. But she did. She did express, you know, some concerns and... um I ignored them and the motto <laughs> or the the moral of the story is that when your friend who doesn't have a lot of uh, strong opinions shares an opinion you should listen to her mm-hmm. yeah it's not like the boy who cried wolf it's like the boy who never cried until this like one time <laughs> that it was really bad this is getting sad why is the boy crying You've never heard the boy who cried wolf? No, this hypothetical boy that never cried but is crying? What happened to He's him? He's emotionally repressed. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> Sorry about it. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. I just thought about something really funny. It, Do it, share. It's gone. Where? It Where'd it go? My, it left my mind. It just left. It's gone. It left my Goodbye. mind. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> I, I was just going to make a creepy noise. We're, we're now staring at each other, so... Um, <laughs> what is the noise? So, Sharon and I... Um, oh, should we show them who we really are? Our true selves. 
it's the end it's almost the end of the episode so i'm hoping that not that many people are are, just, are here like i'm hoping much Hopefully a bunch no of people are, they're just they like fuck this shit i'm not listening to this, these fucking girls talk about how much they love each other and how they're the best fucking friends in the entire world what the fuck is this podcast i hate um you. it's basically just like an entire humble brag about like we're just really good fucking friends <laughs> and like but yeah. anyone can have good friends yeah anyone just don't can. be a dick yeah exactly just don't be an asshole mm-hmm and even if someone is being an asshole, you can decide whether or not to be an asshole. Now I'm going to yep. go on a fucking tangent. <laughs> People cannot make you feel anything. You are in control of your emotions. The way you react, the way you respond, the way you do anything, you are in complete control of that. Mm-hmm. So if someone yells at you and then you yell back at them and you're like, well, they yelled at me and so they made me angry. Wrong. <laughs> they did not. Wow. You allowed yourself to react Mm -hmm. in that way. Um, Self-control, self-discipline. Look into it. It's fun. (laughs) That's so true, though. I fucking love self-discipline. Yeah. And I don't practice it in every aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I like to be in in control of my emotions. Yeah. And that's not to say that I don't let myself feel things. Mm -hmm. Because I do. But in like a more uh, appropriate way yes and also like in a healthy way Mm -hmm. um like i think it's healthy to cry yeah i think it's healthy to be sad i think it's healthy to be happy to be angry but it's just like how sad how happy Mm -hmm. how angry yeah um and it it, that's another thing that i feel like gives you confidence independence all that shit is just knowing yourself understanding yourself and then also like not allowing yourself to just be all over the fucking place yeah it feels good to know like i don't control oh no my mind doesn't control me i control my mind wow wow um (laughs) but oh my god so we were gonna talk in our real voices in our real voices this has all been fake yeah i'm sorry guys um we've been using fake voices this whole time (laughs) our real voices sound like this hello Hello, everybody. Do you like our real voices? How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Those were Sharon and I's real voices. Yes. Um, you heard it here first. <laughs> um, people don't like it when we talk in those voices. I'll be honest with you. They don't. They feel very uncomfortable. I don't know why. And annoyed. Which it's is just rude. ridiculous. Because it's adorable. It's fucking cute. It's <laughs> like we're gerbils. Mm-hmm. Or like something else cute and fluffy yeah that's what it sounds like Mm -hmm. so for all you haters out there you know who you are it's like Mm -hmm. one person (laughs) i hate those voices um (laughs) yeah kids like my voice when i do that it's so cute yeah kids like it and kids never lie that's true only adults lie hate adults um (laughs) same um not we don't like kids like in a creepy way though what the why did you have to go there? I don't know. I just want to make sure that people know that just because we don't like adults, it doesn't mean that we like really like kids. And I'm squinting when I say really. We like everyone. I don't know about not that. Everyone. I don't like everyone. That's another thing. It's okay to not like everyone. Yeah. I don't know. I just felt like I, like now I'm just spewing <laughs> random like bits of just fucking random thing like. Dropping knowledge. It's okay if you don't floss every day. What? I don't know. Maybe you should. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I love my floss, mm-hmm. but like flossing is just like, for some reason, this extra step that just fucking makes me so annoyed. Really? And I'm just like, I can do a full skincare routine. She can. And <laughs> when it comes to flossing, I'm just like, eh. Nor. I mean, I floss regularly enough. It's just not, it's definitely not an everyday thing. I've just made it like a habit. It was really annoying in the beginning, but I just like forced myself to do it. And like, for the most part, I think I'm really good at like creating habits. Mm -hmm. Like I'm a very, I'm a creature of fucking habit. Like everything I do in my life, like I'm very weird, but I just, I don't enjoy flossing. It doesn't spark joy. (laughs) So I'm just going to fucking get rid of it. No, oh I'm, I'm my not. God. But like, it, it, that, that's the thing. It doesn't spark joy. Like it doesn't, I don't feel like better. I feel good when I brush my teeth. Yeah. I don't feel that same effect when I floss. That's fair. Yeah. And like, it's just, I guess long-term, 
Mm-hmm. It's good for me. Like, I won't get gingivitis. Is that the point of flossing? Gingivitis? Yeah, and cavities. Cavities, really? Yeah, you can get them between your teeth. No, but, like, I didn't realize that, like, flossing... Oh, mm-hmm. I guess it makes sense. Yeah. The more you know. <laughs> Ding. Um, speaking of which, when the fuck is my next dental cleaning? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> How am I supposed to know this? I don't fucking know. I think I was supposed to remind you. You were supposed to remind me to call my dentist, and you never reminded me because I couldn't remember if it's been six months since my last cleaning, and now all of my teeth are... Teeth, not teat. My teeth are gonna rot because of fucking Sharon Blanky, Blanky, <laughs> Blanky, Blanky, Sharon so Blanky. Um, but uh, hey, I wanted to remind you uh-huh. to um, book your appointment for your dentist. Fuck off, mate. <laughs> that, that's that's all I gotta say about that. Bootenschlag. <laughs> oh my god. Let me tell you guys something about the Netherlands. <laughs> Every fucking place in the Netherlands makes me laugh. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. And I will... Uh, Gutenschlut. <laughs> I will uh, refrain from saying all the crazy shit that Sharon is saying right now. But just know that as soon as I stop recording this podcast, I will be uncontrollably saying these things, which is what I was doing before we started. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I... I hope that this was, like, not a ridiculous episode. Because now I can't even think, well, what the fuck do we I talk about? I feel like about? we were so serious. We were really serious. Should we, like, crack some jokes? Gutenschlut. That's all I can say right now. Um, oh my god. Um. I can't think of any jokes. I can think of something funny. Fifi, come make some noise. So, <laughs> at Sheeran's wedding... Oh, God. I was going to give a speech. I did give a speech. And <laughs> I wanted it to be organic. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to write it out. I didn't want to just be like, Sharon, you've really molded the person that I am today. And I'm just so happy for you and your husband, my brother-in-law. I love you. <laughs> I didn't want to do that, you know? So I was just like, I'm just going to go up there and just like fucking just say what I feel. Mm-hmm. And so... Apparently, How did you feel? apparently, <laughs> I felt like sharing the story of the first time we met. And I'm telling this story to uh, about 200, I would say. How many people are at your wedding? At the reception, yeah. there were like 400. To 400 mainly Indian, like, elders. <laughs> yeah. Okay? There was other people there, but like, yeah. primarily... Indians, yeah. Old Indian people. Mm-hmm. Okay? <laughs> And I'm up there and I'm just like, yeah, we met at this concert and our friend fainted and then we became friends. Like I never <laughs> clarified that like anyone took care of her or like helped her. Like the way I told the story it just made it seem like our friend fainted and like I just, we, we didn't, didn't care. Yeah. So everyone at her wedding basically thought that I was a heathen <laughs> and that Sheeran was a terrible person yeah. and that we don't have um, empathy no. for others. And I was just standing up there like, yeah, I love you. Get, and then like the music starts playing like at the award shows. And I'm like, where is this music coming from? Oh my God. But yeah, so, um, and I didn't even realize it until afterwards. And everyone was like, Nor, why'd you tell that fucked up story about how you went to a concert and someone fainted and then you became friends? And I was like, oh no, like someone, like people like made sure she was okay. And yeah. they were like, yeah, you didn't, you didn't fucking mention that. That was kind of an important part of the story. So that was kind of funny, I guess. Oh, when you put me on the spot, like, I can't even be funny. Yeah. You know? Tell me a joke. Oh, fuck. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know any joke, Sharon. I just, I guess I'm just not a funny person. You're hilarious. This was, this was a really serious episode. It was. But hopefully it was insightful. Yeah. And people can take stuff from it. Things and stuff. Mm-hmm. Take things. Take stuff. Take things. <laughs> um, and... Yeah, I hope that, you know, it inspires you to maybe, you know, if there's a friend who's been annoying the shit out of you lately, mm-hmm. instead of just, like, holding all this resentment towards her and just fucking wanting to, like, strangle her. Wow. Just, like, text her, call her, hang out with her, get a coffee, and just be like, yo, why are you being such a bitch? It hurts my feelings. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, if she's a good friend, she'll be like, I'm sorry that I'm such a bitch. Mm-hmm. But, you know... That's just who I am. Wow. <laughs> so, you know, I just feel like if that happens, you're getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it's better than nothing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, 
to be honest, like the reason I thought, like we both talked about it. The reason we both want to talk about friendship is just because it's so common for girls to be like, oh, I don't get along with other girls mm-hmm. and, you know, just dumb drama bullshit. And mm-hmm. I just, or we both thought that it would maybe be like helpful to kind of talk about like how to be. Yeah. How to be good friends. Yeah. And and it's okay to get annoyed at each other. It doesn't mean that you fucking hate the person. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to disagree. And it's okay to have misunderstandings. Like, all of those things are okay. But, like, it's just, like, how do you handle it? Mm-hmm. That's, that's what matters the most. Because I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> you annoy me all the time. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah. And... <laughs> and, and like, I'll call Reem mm-hmm. and I'll be talking to her and I'll be like, oh my God, Sharon really fucking annoyed me today. <laughs> but like, that's normal. Yeah. And like, and that's the thing. And like, Reem annoys me and I'll tell Sharon like, yo, Reem is so fucking annoying <laughs> right now. But like, it's, it's just, you know, you, you can be annoyed, but then you, you got to put your friendship cap on, mm-hmm. your friendship problem solving cap on. Or your beanie. Or your beanie. Um. <laughs> Fuck you. I love my beanie. She hates my beanie. I do. Um, but, you know, you, you put that fucking friendship hat, beanie, hijab, turban, whatever <laughs> headpiece, chapeau, you like. Wow. Yeah, you like that? <laughs> you like when I speak French? Mm-hmm. Bonjour. I was about to say, como estas? And that is <laughs> That not is literally French. not French. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so you just, you put that fucking, that top hat on and you... <laughs> Figure out, like, is this a friendship that is worth working on? Yeah. And if it is, work on it. Figure it out. Just, like... Put in the work. Yeah. Like, anything. And and if you're worried about how your friend's going to react, get over it. <laughs> I did not expect that. No, I'm being serious because there, you know, there have definitely been times where I've said things to you and I'm just like, she could get really mad at me right now. Yeah. But, you know, if it's important, like, what you have to say, yeah. it'll be fine. Yeah. The person will understand. And if they don't understand, you know, maybe it just wasn't meant to be. Exactly. And and it's okay. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you're, like, a bad person. Yeah. Um, so I'm all here for girls being friends with girls, having strong relationships. If you have a friend... Tell them that you love them. I love you, Noah. I love you too. I'm being (laughs) serious though. Like if you have a friend who's like a good fucking friend to you, text them right now and just be like, I love you. You're a really good friend to me. And I'm not just being creepy right now. This is a thing that I sometimes just creepily do. Like what was it? Like three weeks ago I called you and I was like, I just want to tell you that like I really love you and like you're such a good friend to me and I appreciate you and I respect you and I want you to be successful. And you were like okay (laughs) no I remember I was having such like a blah day and I think I had work and you just calling to say that like just made me feel so much better oh my god stop are we gonna cry (laughs) have we ever cried together yeah yeah I can't even remember when but we've definitely cried together we have we don't cry a lot no just both of us generally we're not big criers no but if you ever needed to cry I would comfort you and laugh at you (laughs) But like laugh at you in like a cute way, not like in a <laughs> like more of like a <laughs> Is that you know? supposed to make me feel better? I mean, it could make you laugh a little bit. Sometimes when people cry, you make them laugh. Yeah, but I also really think it's important for women to just support each other yeah. and build each other up. Yeah. Like I'm so proud of Noor. <gasps> Stop. And everything that she's done so far oh my God. with her with her work that she's doing. She doesn't know what to call it because no one does. <laughs> with her blog and everything that it's become and her being an influencer and now the podcast. You've been talking about this for so long. I've literally been talking about it for so and long. And I'm so proud of you for finally doing it. Thank you. And I think it's just so important for us to like support each other. Yeah. And... I mean, everything that you're doing is amazing. So why would I not support you? What if I started selling heroin? I wouldn't support that. You sure? But you're paying for coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Nora, you're a heroin dealer now. So I think we all know what that means. I want a Louis Vuitton bag. Yep. If I became a heroin dealer, I would 
definitely buy you those Louis Vuitton boots. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I would definitely buy them for you. I would also buy them for myself. Yeah. I would also <laughs> buy a lot of things if I was a heroin dealer. I'm sure, but should we're I not going to do wait, that. Wait, should I start selling drugs? I Career change! <laughs> Um, no, I'm not. If anyone from work is listening, no, I don't, I don't sell drugs. Or does she? No, I don't sell drugs. I'm gonna get fucking fired. Um, but yeah, so I think that we have kind of covered everything. Unless, do you have any last thoughts before you say your goodbyes? Forever? Forever? You're gonna die after this. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Can I have Panera first? Yes. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) um i'm just so happy to finally be on the podcast uh this was so much fun and i hope you guys liked it yeah and if you don't like it fuck you (laughs) um but yeah where can people find you on instagram or on social media i just said instagram because i know that's the only place you're active um at sheer in sheer out oh my god can we please just talk about (laughs) really quick so her 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 instagram handle is s-h-e-e-r-i-n S-H-E-E-R-O-U-T. Yeah. So sheer in, sheer out. And when I met her, I would I was like, oh yeah, I always give people nicknames. And like like a year passes by and she's like, you know, you we're in a Zara fitting room and she's trying on clothes and I'm trying on clothes. And she's like, you know, Nora, you said to me one time that you're really good at giving people nicknames and yet you've never given me a nickname. Mm-hmm. And so I just start saying shit, right? And I'm just like ramalamalingam like just you know just saying my normal fucking nonsense and then i was like what about sheer in sheer out i loved it and she fucking loved it because she's crazy no because everyone says my name wrong and this way they can like read it yes and say it properly one time uh the lady at starbucks called her shaman shaman which is one of my my favorite things to call her (laughs) because like yeah my friend's a shaman no big deal um but yeah she gets shireen Mm mm-hmm she gets Sharon. Sharon. Oh my God, you get Sharon all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Sheer in, sheer out. Sheer in, sheer out. That's where you can find her on Instagram. She just posts lots of pictures like pretending to be Indian. That's how I, I would describe Indian. your that's how I would describe your Instagram. Um, you are, but your Instagram is more Indian than you are. Yeah, I guess so. Like she's just like happy Pongle. <laughs> this is me in a sari, and I'm just like Bitch, what the fuck happened in Kentucky? <laughs> um, but no, it's super cute. And you can see her husband. And so, my cat. And her cats. Um, and yeah, you can follow me on my personal Instagram account. It's at E. And you can follow the podcast at Arab American Psycho on Instagram. And if you have any questions or you need any advice, you can email it to ArabAmericanPsycho at gmail.com or send it via DM to the Arab American Psycho Instagram page. And yeah, that's that's going to be it. Um, and I will see you guys, talk to you guys, podcast with you guys next week. Bye. Bye.